Hello guys, this is Carmen and Moises. Welcome to Yoga Burn. Yoga Burn. So for today's podcast, the title is Depressing Yogis. <laughs> the title is How to Stay Motivated. <laughs> I know you just like spin it in a different way, but um, this is something. This is a question that we get, or at least I get all the time. Like people, I get it all the time too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people <laughs> call me. They, they leave me voicemails at night saying like, uh, Moises, Moises, I'm depressed. I don't want to practice. How do you do it? Yes. They ask me all the time. They ask you, you know, how, yeah. how, do, how do you stay motivated to practice? How do you do it? And, or to teach, you know, because you can, I mean, you can lose your motivation for either one or for both, yeah. you know, for teaching, practicing or both, you know. Yeah. So what, what, what do you want to... I mean, how do you want to solve this? Like you this, solve it? This, this sadness, lack of motivation. Like, how do you, how do you want to solve Philosophically. it? Philosophically. <laughs> no, how do you do it? Like, to yourself, do you ever feel like you're not motivated? The <clears throat> yeah, well, yes. Because, I mean, I, I have practice or whatever you would call yoga practice on and off, right? Mm-hmm. And... I think that two, two things have to happen. Or one thing has to happen, kind of. It has to be valuable without any effort. What, what I mean is that when you practice, when you finish your practice, you must feel extremely well without intellectually justifying it. So the, the body is feeling awesome or emotionally you feel clean or mentally you feel relaxed right? right yeah something like that something real not like a yes i should keep practicing because this will allow me to do these poses that will make me very important at the eyes in the eyes of these people or i will be able to put a photograph in a place if you do it that way like uh, with having other people as reasons or trying to like justify to fit in a system or intellectual yeah. system, your system or something. Right, right, right. It's true. Uh, I don't think that works, honestly. This thing has to be pure. It's like, for real, this thing means something to you. This thing works for you. This thing is giving you something. Like, period. It, I mean, getting on the mat, finishing the practice, when you finish the practice, you say... I need to do this again. This was fantastic. Yes. Why? Because yes. Because my, my body says yes. My emotions are all calmed down. My mind is at peace. My everything. It just works. It just works. So if you find something that does that for you, you'll do it. And yoga has the potential of doing that for you. Right. Right. It's very true. So if, if it's, I mean, but you have you, to. You always go so deep. Deep, I go deep. <laughs> you always, this is deep shit. This is some deep shit. This is you super always deep get shit. so deep. I, I was just gonna say like all the things, and now it's gonna it's gonna sound. We have so, to go super deep shit now. So 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 childish. Yeah, continue, please continue. I'm I have sorry. no idea what I was saying anymore. No, that, yeah, like no layers. Like uh, it has to be pure. The relationship has to be pure. Because mm. I mean, for you, your How do you would you define? your relationship with your practice because you've been doing this for a long long time right and you keep so how would you if you had to describe the practice as a thing as a being how would you describe your relationship with that being and practice forces you to i mean this is all from my perspective that's what people are asking me (laughs) they call me and say what does carmen think about they they ask you they ask you from my perspective it the practice keeps you very humble, keeps you looking inwards. So it keeps you just always um, finding out things about yourself, about your fears, about your mental stuff, you know, um, mental connections. I mean, about your what you think you can, you cannot do, um, how you treat yourself mentally and physically as well um 
you know, because many, many times you will encounter and something like, I cannot do that. And you give up before you even start, for instance, right? Uh, um, or I'm tired and you don't even try or, or something. Um, I think those are, you know, it, it just, it keeps it very real to me. You could have, you know, $10 million in the bank account or you could have nothing and still it just... The practice, it doesn't care about, you know, how wealthy you are, what you do, um, how you, what you did before stepping on the mat. You know, it's like, it's, like, it's it authentic, it's, it's authentic and it tells you things as they are. And it's also, if you look at it, if you really look at it, it's very much a mirror and it shows you. You know, it makes you look inward so much. L really look at yourself. At least me here, some depth there. Yeah, there you go. Of, you go, of, you go, the, you go, of you an go. answer, some, de some go. depth so as we well. Can finish now the podcast. So, so <laughs> no, but um, so that's for me. That's one of the things I like the most. So, how do you design your practice so you can do all that for you? Mm, to well. One of the things that I was going to say when we started or when I was thinking about, you know, what to talk about and what, what to say in, the, in this podcast is that uh, you have to practice in a way that you keep it always very fresh. You keep your practice fresh and always relevant. So when I first started practicing yoga, for example, I did for quite a few years. So I did Ashtanga and I did Bikram and I did other Vinyasa flow classes. And I don't think I, I could do that. I don't think I could have lasted this long if I had continued doing that because there's something about doing the same sequence over and over that just kills my mind and kills my happiness. And I know that for some people it's the opposite because they need that consistency. They need to know, okay, I'm going to be done in 90 minutes and this is it. And I, and I get it over with. I don't do my practice to get over with, you know, to get over with me and continue with my life. I do my practice to really go deep in it and experiment and just find out more. I don't just do it like so that I can continue with the rest of my day. This is the most important part of my day. And so I want to find out more things about me. And I could have never lasted this long with the same routine, the same sequence over and over. So, and, but having said that, I don't change. I don't improvise either, you know, like, go with the flow, what I, what I feel like. Because that also, the lack of structure, it makes you usually work less. And you usually just do almost nothing. Like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do like, you know, a couple of handstands now or a couple of this, a couple of shoulder stretches. Um, I'm done, right? Um, so it needs to have a, certain, a balance between the two. So I like to have, you know, a, a day for back bends and hip openers and strengthening and handstands and, and, and I alternate and all that. And I have my sequences that I tweak every few months. And I've been doing that for many, many, many years. Uh, so, but like fundamentally, most of the sequence is pretty much the same. And then at the end, I, or at the end or somewhere in the middle, I leave a few minutes to just experiment and just do other things, other stuff. When you say it's the same, it's the same as a couple of years back within each theme. It's not like yeah. one theme is the next, the same yeah, as other theme. exactly. Each it, theme is very different to each other. Each theme. So I, pra I practice twice a week backbends. Uh, two or three times a week, um, inversions, handstands especially. Uh, once a week, hip openers. And then one, one day I rest. And um, before it used to be the other way around. I, I used to be more backbends, like three times a week backbends, two handstands, one hip openers. But now... But I, years ago, it was like... Five, five, four, four, four or five uh, backbends. And and, and then and then two hip two openers. Hip openers and there were no inversions. And there were not not one practice solely dedicated because I do inversions in every practice. But um, if you want to really, I mean, in my opinion, if you want to really get ahead and go faster, also, then you need to dedicate days 
specifically for just inversions, just do the whole time you do conditioning, inversions, you know, core work, uh, opening your shoulders. I mean, there's a lot of drills that you can do, not just being on your hands, but yeah, yes. So, and then lately I'm like, I'm for the past like three months or so, I've, I decided, no, I want to do, instead of twice a week, I'm going to do three times a week. I'm going to do uh, inversions and handstands mostly. So most of my practices are inversions. Uh, and then two handstands and then one hip openers. because two that's back bends. Sorry, two back bends and then one hip openers because that's what I think I, I don't need to work so much. But if I, at some point, I feel like I'm getting very stiff, then I would probably switch and go back to three times, you know, back bends, et cetera. Um, but um, in in those like the days that I do, for instance, I do back bends. Uh, I have you know my routine to warm up that I have tweaked and changed over the years, and then some peak poses. Da, 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 and I, I work on my peak poses for quite a long time, sometimes ninety minutes doing peaks, doing peak poses. And, uh, and then in those peak poses, then that's when I experiment and I do other things. I, I try things that are, um, you know, interesting or I experiment or, you know, things that come to my mind or that I've dreamt about or, you know, sometimes I dream about poses or sometimes, you know, you see something also, you see someone like this is very good or, or it gives you another idea to you. And so I always try to, experiment and play around with that play with that because I think that is going to that helps me to stay happier and more motivated because today we're going to try this you know it's like this is like oh this is a new thing oh and if it works because many times it doesn't work but if it works then you can start introducing that into your classes and just see how your students react to that and you know how how well it's received because maybe you like it, but maybe your students don't find any use for that. So, you know. So, I mean, the obvious follow-up question is, how often do you dream? <laughs> Some, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Several times a month? Um, you know, sometimes you, you, I, I dream about, but the best, best, I've told you this, the best, best thing is to get in this state that it is like half, Half asleep, half awake. Like in the morning before getting up. Like in the morning before getting up, for instance. Like when you're like you wake up. The hypnagogic state. Yes, that's what you call that's it. The, that's what I call it. it I, I made it up. I made it up. <laughs> no, up. no, that's I the, came up with the name. Like, no, and I say, what do I call no, this? No, no, not only you. I'm gonna call it hypnagogic. Not only you, but it it's, just has a good ring. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, Boom. it's like, or like when I go get a, get a massage, or when I go to my acupuncturist, mm. and then he gets me really relaxed. Yes. And You've said that many and times. I, and I, I'm not really sleeping, but I'm like you're mm, hypnagogic, maybe. I'm cruising, and then all of a sudden, my mind is like, "This is the best moment." My mind already knows this is the best moment to start creating, to start thinking about things, things about and th think about shit that is just like, ooh, just kind of flying by, and it's amazing. Like, and then when I finish. I, I have to quickly go to my phone or, you know, and just write it down because I, I'll forget, you know. And that moment is very fresh and I can retain, you know, and I've read many books with, you know, memory palaces and everything. So I try to build my memory palace. Well, if people don't know about it, it's fine. Don't, don't worry they about know, it. So that they, I, try to, I try to link like this pose with the next, with the next that is coming to my mind through a memory palace. So I try to memorize all. And then when I'm done, I'm like, oh, I need to, when I stand up from my acupuncture or something, I need to write it down, everything. So I'm just like, shh, just so that I, I, don't, I don't forget. Or the same thing when I'm first thing in the morning. That doesn't work so well. I mean, no. only sometimes, sometimes. Mm -hmm. For me, the best is the acupuncturist. acupuncturist. Or sometimes, like, if I go take, like, a sauna, like, like an infrared sauna, and you stay mm -hmm. there for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, at first you're like, oh, my God, it's so hot or something, right? But then pretty soon you start to feel like uh, a little bit like loopy. kind of loopy. And then this I'm like, okay, now my body can identify in my mind. They identify, this is it, this is it, this it's is its own. This is its own, let's, let's go. Let's just create now. Start thinking about anything, like po poses. And then just it just picks up whatever it wants. It's amazing. And the mind goes like to so many places. 
and it's it's really it's really fascinating. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. So I highly highly recommend you know some technique to kind of create new because out of like in your normal state in your normal being it's just very it's harder to come up well you can mix this pose and this pose but it's just so rigid but if you're kind of get let yourself lose then it's it really goes to places so this is my, one of my secrets nice. so in case this is a super secret if, in, in case you want it. but uh, but you just deviated completely from what this we were talking how, about how you stay motivated no how i stay motivated how i stay motivated is practicing that that made up but, but I mean but you have a component of trying things new or new things in your practice yeah that helps you stay motivated and get to get on the mat let's go try these poses today yeah that happens and it doesn't have to be a lot of things you can just try like two. one thing or two things yeah. in here and at least to me in, in for my mind and in, in my body if I try too many new things I get extra tired yeah if I try five things, let's say that today I want to, I, I don't recommend it, by the way, because I've done it and it's, it's not, not good. It's not pleasant. <laughs> it's not good. I try five different things. Like today I'm going to try these five poses or these five new ones, new ones that I've never done. Regular schedule. Exactly. Practice. And then I, I try it and then my brain is like fried. Yeah. And my body also is like, oh my God, this is just too much. And I can't do like almost, I'm almost like I can't finish. Because it's like, I'm checked out. I just cannot do it. This was too much. Literally, it was too much for, for my head. So then, you know, one or two things. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be like a new thing. Sometimes I, like, say, let's say that you have an injury. And today we're going to, I'm going to do all my injury thinking about, or sorry, all my practice thinking about this topic to improve my injury, for example. And that makes it extra challenging because you're focusing on, like, let's say, you know, like I, I, I always like to take classes, workshops all the time and just keep on um, learning and reading books and going to places, going traveling for, um, you know, to get more, hopefully more knowledge. So if I, if I take one contortion class or one handstand class and then uh, the teacher would say something and I'm like, oh, I need to apply this. This, this idea this, that this, this person said, I'm going to apply it to my practice and see how that works out. And only that, it just changes the whole landscape of the practice, you know, because I, I just, I do that all with that perspective in mind. So it, it's, it's very rich. It's very fascinating, like, you know, playing from a different perspective and it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Why is it so valuable, that time spent trying to add this way of doing a pose or why is it so valuable to spend the time doing the practice? Because mm. I mean, I know that, for example, when we go on vacation, right? Right. On vacation, we schedule the day around the practice. And uh, it's not that I have to practice. I must do this. So, I mean, we wake a week up or get up um, later than usual because it's vacation and then uh, you have breakfast and you spend more time because it's vacation and then you go do sightseeing, what, two, three hours because that's it. But then you come back and you rest some so you can practice your three hours if you can afford it. And then like a, a bath to take care of the body after the practice and then have dinner maybe. And, but the, even on vacation, the whole day revolves around being able to practice. But it's not, because I mean, I've known you for a long, if I've known you for a long time now. <laughs> And uh, I, I can say without uh, any doubt that when you do that, it's not that an obligation. It's not like I must go back to the hotel and I must practice because I have to do this so I can make a living. That is not how you do it. The way that you express it is if I don't practice today, I have wasted my time or I have lost an opportunity to do something that is worth spending time on. Right. So that's, that's what I was going to say. How, how? How? Why? Why is it so worth it? I cannot explain it to you, really. Like, explain you it to have all to, of us. You have us. to, you have to all like kind of feel it. with anticipation. <laughs> feel it. You have to kind of feel it. Like. So what do you feel that is so useful? 
I cannot put it into words. I mean, I ultimately, if you put me in a corner, you know, you back me into a corner, I would tell you there is nothing better to do with your time than that. To me. I mean, But what so, do you get out of it that is so valuable then? I don't know. I ultimately, I mean, I, I know like, I feel great and I feel cleansed and I feel grounded and I feel, I feel all of that. Yes. All that and beyond, but why by the ultimate why it's blank. Like I cannot tell you, no, I, I cannot tell you why, what do, do you, do you I think, have no idea. do you think you have an answer? No, mm. I don't have an answer. I mean, I but why, why I mean, does it have to be... It, I mean, it's like something you love, right? I mean, you, you, this is something Absolutely. that you love it. Yes, yes, oh yes. And uh, just doing it makes you feel fulfilled with your yeah. life, right? Yes. Something you adore spending your time doing. And uh, it's like, I like tomatoes. Why do you like tomatoes? That is the wrong question, right? How, how can I tell you why I like tomatoes? I like tomatoes, shut up. Right? So it is as natural and basic as that for you. You just... Love it. And when you do it, it is fantastic and it's amazing. And the time just flies, as we know, after four hours and 14 minutes practicing. Like, and you say, oh, my God, that I was a bit longer today. Yeah. <laughs> four hours and a half doing this. Right? So, and, but you get so, so imagine that somebody doesn't get so much out of it naturally. Right. Right. And uh, they have to, and they see the benefits. And I and so, actually, me, me, myself, I never had this problem of how do you stay motivated? Like, I don't... Because you got so much out of it. Because, I mean, I, I think that that is the thing. I, I don't identify with this the, with this question at so all. So we are the most qualified people to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, a, a little That's bit... That's why we decided so, so that, so that to it's, have a full so that podcast. Is, so that it's it. not dull, so that it's not boring, yes. But I've, I have never, like... Oh my God, Carmen, how do you like push yourself or how do you find the courage to, you know, the willpower to unroll the mat and sit down? I'm like, just fucking unroll it and sit down. I mean, what is, what is so amazing about that? That is just do it. I think that has to do with that relationship to be pure because the, if you have to force yourself to roll the mat and sit down, if you have to force yourself to find the time, you have to force yourself, you're doing it in an intellect, intellectual way. Like you're trying to hmm. find the right reasons to do this. This is good for me and I have to do it. It has to be more animalistic than that. It has to be more like you, like, like you need it, exactly. no? Exactly. Like, like you, you need, it. need it. Like a, find the thing, the reason, the way, the one ingredient that this thing gives you that it's the only reason why you really do it. What is that reason? And then, obviously, because, I mean, this is like the, the, the same thing that I get over and over, that people say, well, because you this, do this for a living, so you have a lot of time, no. right? <laughs> and and you're, you're like, well, you can dedicate, but if, what if you didn't do this for a living and you had another job or two jobs or you had a family and you had kids and all that, then things would be very different. And I'm like, I, I, I understand completely, and probably they would, they would be very different. It would be very different. I would definitely not be able to practice three and a half hours, but um, I still think that I would find, I would carve some time to, you know, if not day, a daily, every other day for sure, to just do that. I, I think it's just so precious. And... If you cannot do that, then one thing that you can do is go to a class, right? So I, because it's, if you make yourself go to a class or you tell everyone in your family or at work, I'm going to do, take, take this class, then it's just very structured and nobody's going to mess up with that. But, and also a lot of people, they love to practice, but they don't have the, motivation perhaps or or the knowledge even perhaps to, to, to push do to push o- to push themselves and do it on your own or or just to do a sequence on their own or something so they need some guidance and they prefer to practice in a group whether it's online or in person you know but they prefer to do it with somebody with some other people around as well 
with them. And that's totally fine. And that's actually a really great way to stay motivated and, and keep yourself you know, happy and, and active and be on your toes like that. I think that is one thing that I would recommend. Like go, go in to a class. If you cannot find this the schedule in your day, then make it somewhat artificially. So mm-hmm. go make yourself go to a class and or connect yourself online and go, you know, come to my classes or, or something in person. So many, remember sometimes when I, when I travel and, and I go and then I come back, a lot of my students are incredibly consistent in person. Like they show up every time, every time, every Tuesday, every Thursday, all the time. And when I'm gone, then they all say the same thing. It's so hard, it's hard to practice, to practice yeah. alone. I mean, I have the year library and everything, but it's just hard to be, you know, even if I, you reserve the time, like the same time, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm, I'm going to do it. And it's just so, so hard because you're, you're not, not there, there in person, you know, and it's, it's, feel the pressure. It, it's, it's not, it's not the same thing. So if you, if you need that, then, you know, I mean, there's a whole business around that as well. I mean, yoga studios are open mm-hmm. because, yeah, you, because you, you need, need that, because you, you need mean, that. You, mean, you get something out of it. And the, the thing too is that it does not, I don't think it takes that long to create that habit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it will take you maybe a little bit of time and effort to rearrange your schedule and the schedule of those around you so you can go to that class, right? The, the first time. You can finally have the time to... But if you, re- you do enough work that you rearrange your schedule in a way that you can actually go twice a week to that yoga class and you do it, continuing that habit is not that hard. Once you're in it, once you're in it, like, you know, like, Tuesdays, 7 p.m., this is what I do. And uh, that's it. So, Tuesday, 7 p.m., this is what I do. And you plan already Tuesday morning, and you prepare your clothes, you know what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. So, it will play to your advantage if you find that structure that you can actually follow. And that the class is a very good way to have a structure. Because it is, I, I think that it's not so rare to find that people have a hard time doing things on their own, like when we do TTs, right? So the TT online, the main complaint that people have, when, well, complaint, or realization, or confession. Is that you have to commit. Is that you know. I have a hard time doing things online on my own. So if I, that's why I go to like classes that I have the teacher right there, and they can watch me and don't, don't let me slack. Do you think it gets worse as you get older, because you have more obligations, perhaps. I mean, when you were when you were you know a teenage, a teenager, sorry, and you were going to your martial arts or something, right? And you were going quite avidly, you mm-hmm. know, several times, a couple of times a week or something. And um, did you feel like it was like an obligation, like you needed that motivation no. to go, no, or no, no, you no, you were the thing that that is the thing that that, that maybe that is why I have this opinion. Because I used to do karate, I whoo, <laughs> and uh, that was like Monday, <gasps> Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? And wow, during, three times a week. Three times a week, and during the year in general, uh, sometimes I would skip a Monday, a Wednesday, a Friday. Uh, but if I if it was during the month of exams, I would not miss a single one. Wow, are you serious? I'm completely serious. Like when you had finals when or, I had or the like finals when I had the like the it was like what like, so like January a, and June or something like that, right? Like an end of semester or something. End of semester oh, or wow. When that those things happened, I never missed a Monday, a, Wednesday, or Friday training session. I never. Missed I thought you were going to say the opposite. I thought you no, were exactly wow. the opposite. Why? So, why? Because you are so fucking stressed. <laughs> no, you have like. You're like, your brain is about to explode. you like, it is a, such a mental, 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 mental activity. And I'm so emotionally and charged and so nervous and so uh, that you go and use your body. And it's like a, a complete different aspect of you. Right. You come out released, clean, showered, which is nice, right? And <laughs> no, I mean, everything. So it was easy. It was all structured there. You go in there, you get a kimono on, you do some shit. Hopefully you don't get a black eye. And then you get the shower and you come back and you go, let's keep going. Wow. That was for me. So, But could you turn switch off 
The what? Like uh, your brain. Like, I mean, in doing the class. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the class. During yeah. the class, you could just yeah, not, yeah. Yes, not think about the exam exactly. no, or no, nothing, the test that was going to be the next day. I think that was, wow. a, that was one of the reasons why I liked it so much because it was like a time that I was just there. Yeah, I see. And the, actually, the people that were there had nothing to do with my other life. So they were like completely different kinds of people, environment. Uh, nobody from one world m mixed with the other world, right? Right. So it was like very clean cut. And I think that uh, that helped too. Right. So it's like uh, my family life and stuff. And uh, okay, so I leave my family here, arrange and everything organized, right? So organized so I can calm down and I can have the peace of mind that nothing is going to happen when I'm not there and go and take the yoga class. Right? So having that structure or organization, I think it helps a lot too. So, you know, like you know you can take the time because you have done the work to arrange everybody. It's not like, hey, I'm gone. I'll see you when I come back. Good luck. Try not to burn the house down, right? You don't do that. You, you some, so, but sometimes you even, I mean, some people even do. It's like, okay, you, fig you figure but it that out. Is not a good idea. I mean, that is not a good idea. I don't think you're going to last too long because somebody, somebody's going to complain, right? So right. you do it in a way that you negotiate, right? I have to do this. I need this time. Da -da -da, I'm going to help you. Yeah. Live without me for this amount of time, twice a week. Let's figure it out. Right? right. And, and your partner, I mean, it is 2023, we are, all, we are all nice people, we all help each other, right? Right. So it will f get figured out. Everything, you can, you can do it. You can do that, right? You have to find, you have to come and search for that benefit. That thing that you get out of it when you finish the reason for being there. And maybe to find that reason, you have to take or approach the practice differently or something, right? Right, more, yeah. I think in a more, like you say, like a, it's just like, it is, it's like, I, I don't know what to explain. It's like a, like, you know? <laughs> that is, I think that is the best answer. The best answer is like, I don't know. I have no idea, but I cannot, I would never not do it. That's it. I just love it. It just like clicks. It's just perfection. It's like the best use of my time. It's like, why? I don't know. It's just the best use of my time. I like tomatoes. Yeah. You, you have to find that more emotional, mental, real, internal reason. That, that peace that actually fulfills or fills up yeah. in, within I get, you. I get it. I get it. Yeah, like, it's uh, true. It's I don't true. know. And then... So you can explain it without words. So you cannot have the words to explain it. But working on finding that kind of connection would be better in my mind than trying to justify it intellectually. Like, this is good for me because this way I will be healthier. And, no, fuck it. That, don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Mm -hmm. right? Don't look at people that say that. Yeah, statistics say that people that do yoga will live longer. Like, go fuck yourselves. I mean, all those statistics. Enough. Enough bullshit. Like, you... And your practice. Go hypnagogic <laughs> and figure out why am I doing this? Why should I keep doing this? And have a conversation with yourself. Like for real. But I think you have to find that. That is, I mean, that is for the reason why I have ever done anything in my life. Like because at the end it was like, this was worth it. This was, I mean, truly worth it for me, you know? Not for any other reason of any other statistic of any other bullshit crap. For me. Right. Me. No, <laughs> if we were truly, 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 truly selfish, not idiot selfish, because we are idiot selfish. Like, I'm so selfish, I want the thing you want. I'm so selfish. No. If you were truly selfish, if you were like, I really want the best, best, best for me, right? You would sit down and think about what is this thing that fulfills you inside? Truly. The, without like, giving like excuses or trying to justify like fully selfish right that is the relationship you want and that super completely purely selfish would be pure in a good sense i think we don't even know how to be selfish that's how stupid we are another thing I, yes let's just put be yeah, selfish. yeah. <laughs> i said be selfish um Another thing that I, I want to touch a little bit is then how does that apply to uh, teaching? 
Oh. You know, like stay motivated because it's one thing to practice. We talked about practicing and how to keep yourself somewhat m- motivated and, you know, what to do, what we do. Uh, but how do you stay motivated to teach? Is it the same thing? And Don't you like love your, it? Don't you have to love it? Like you just love it. You you love it you love it but you have to love um, you have to forgive them you have to love also it's a different it's a little different kind of love to me because okay. it, when you love your practice it's just between you and your practice and this is a dual relationship mm-hmm. between you and it uh, so then it's it's just you you two but then when you're teaching a group of people then it just the dynamics are different and it could be very fulfilling to teach some individuals but it could be very frustrating to teach other people you know and and so and maybe you know uh, there's just a lot of frustrating people in your class today so you feel very frustrated at the end or there's a lot of really nice people today in the class and there was only one person that was a little bit frustrating then you feel you know 90% great uh, and so on. So it's just you're always moving more to me, more more in the grace. I, I mean, some some black there's black, white, and grays. I mean, and, and all all shades of colors also there. But it's it's just. But that is because you want your students to do well. Who doesn't want their students to do well? A clever teacher. <laughs> A teacher that is so detached no, that no, is it's like, it's like it's just you, I'm so zen. You go into the room. You go into the you room. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. You practice. No, 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 no. It's like again, a selfishness. Here, you go into the room saying, the class gives me the opportunity to be, to have a relationship, to be in the presence of, to be able to practice, to share, to do yoga. Who am I sharing it with? I don't give a shit. Uh, what is the... I don't care. Like, uh, it's me and the practice. And it's another way, form, of having this relationship of me and yoga. And then, you don't worry so much about... And then when, when a good student comes in, right? It's wonderful to see them advance and do the better, better, better. But they are not a requirement for you to enjoy the class. I don't think the majority of people look at it that way. Agreed. But that doesn't mean it's wrong. <laughs> I think it's a little bit wrong, though. I think it's completely right. <laughs> I think it's a little bit wrong because then what, what does it matter who's in the class and it who's not? It doesn't matter. You're going to go w- in. I want it to matter. I don't want it to matter. That's the thing. I mean, if I can do it in a way that it doesn't matter who's in the class, I am always going to be motivated to do the class. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who's in the room. But do you not exchange any energies with, with those individuals? So much. Because it's it just from what you're saying, it sounds like you're exchanging energies with like this intangible that is the practice yeah. or the teaching. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're exchanging your energies with that intangible. And then fuck the students. Like no, who, no, no, who cares who, who's I, in the I class? I exchange with the students, but I don't need the students to do well or poorly or give me attention or not or like... Uh, for me to enjoy the experience. The experience is the yoga class. I, I don't agree. I don't agree. It's, it's, a two, it's a two-way street, you know. So then, if it's a two-way street, you're going to need It's like, okay, you're, you're, loving, you're loving something, you're loving someone, you're loving your pet, and your pet hates you. I mean, how many times can, they, can that pet beat you, you know, and, or, sorry, bite you, or just... Or that person that you're, you're madly in love with, how many times can that person just snub at you and just say something bad, like not nice? Or how many times are you going to put up with that without feeling hurt? It's just, it's normal to be that two-way mm-hmm. street of, of feelings and sensations. So it's, it's, when you're teaching, it's, it's the same thing. So I put something out and then back, and it's like, so it's, feeding, it's feeding, it, we're feeding each other from that same energy. So you're saying that you cannot have an asshole in the class no no i'm not saying that no, no, i mean because no, i agree saying. with that i agree with that i mean because you're saying a, a pet beat you or a I, lover snub you <laughs> right so then a student a student came in and did whatever he or she wanted 
during the class. I mean, you go and teach one class and they are doing something else. For example, right, right. one of those people, right? I, I, I ignore I ignore that. I would ask them to follow my class or get out. That, that, that's true. That, Because that, this is that, my that, class. That also, that I'm enjoying also. my class. I love my class. I love what I'm doing. I love the people that actually love this play thing. And you're not going to fuck up my class. So either do exactly what I say or get the fuck out. And there's no plan C. That is me. And you can ignore them. That is, would be plan C for somebody. But for me, there's no, that, that option doesn't exist. This, is, this class is amazing. I love it. I have spent all this time preparing Look, it. If I, if, I did, if I did that, if I did that, uh, I mean, I already have a reputation of being so tough. Uh -huh. So if I did that uh -huh. in my classes, uh -huh. be like, it, it would be next level. Yeah. Like Carmen is like next level. of. Nobody does really what like, they want in your class. I think they know. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes people do like, well, not, not all the time, but so, sometimes they do like some poses that I'm like, what is this? And, and you uh, tell them what is this? And and yeah, so, sometimes I, it depends on how I feel, you know. It just I'm I'm very random, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes my, you go and tell mood, them what the fuck are you doing here? In my mood, in my mood, depending on how I feel, you know, depending so on how how is that you is a bit tense that day. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm a bit tense, I'd be like, "What are you doing? Get the fuck out of this class or just follow exactly what I say." So you're but with that, me then. But that that would be. But if you're very relaxed that day. <laughs> One of those days. <laughs> one of those days of that I'm relaxed or that I don't care. With super, one of those two, yes. <laughs> I will take either one. Either one of those two. No problem. So if you happen to be in a state of relaxation or not caring. <laughs> or you one know of that those I'm frequent like, days. I'm, 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 I'm okay. Then just, I'm okay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't care. I, I don't care. So let me tell care. you how this works. <laughs> you walk into the room and the first person that does something weird, you see them with the I don't care vibe, right? But that person doing that got you into the I'm going to kill you vibe <laughs> in one person. No. The second person that does whatever they want. That's a problem. They get, exactly. <laughs> that, 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 then we have a problem. You, exactly. you, have, you have a mutiny. So, you have a mutiny exactly, in the class. Exactly. So you really, have a mutiny. I, I all I'm saying that. is that I go to step two immediately. You go step yeah. one, step two. I no, go to step I two. Just, no, I'm just... Okay. But, it, but it's, not, it's not that, I mean... Um, so the, the, you know, we cannot student, have somebody sabotaging the class. So imagine that, imagine that you have students that are more or less involved. Because some people will be like 100% into it, right? And some people will be only a percentage into it because maybe they can't, maybe they don't know how to, maybe they're like, whatever the reasons, right? But they are, none of them are sabotaging the class. They're doing an okay job or a good job, right? And, but, and some people will get more out of it or will get less out of it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. To me, the, okay, yeah, please continue. Why would you uh, base the class being fulfilling for you on whether they enjoy it or not, whether they get out of it or not, whether they learn or not, like, why would you get them into the equation? It's Is this not, a suicide? It's not them. It's how, it's, it's that exchange. The exchange it's, is happening. It's, it's, it's that exchange. But I don't make it Was like, it, it was not fulfilling as I expected, yeah. you know, or it was not fulfilling. I, I, I poured so much in, yeah. in it and I didn't get almost anything out, out of it, so then... But, but you're getting from them, then. It's, it's, it's a two-way two street, yes. So, the, again, because the exchange is going to happen. And I have exchange, you have exchange, right? But once that exchange has happened, do you make the exchange the reason why the class was great, or it just happened? No, the, cla the class is great for, for many reasons, for many reasons. The class is great... Uh, the sequence or it flowed or, you know, we had a great time and, and the, the peak poses, the level was appropriate. Um, I, there was, you know, maybe there were some beginners and they felt very welcome and very involved in the class. Um, people were having a good time and, and, you know, they were, we were sharing. It felt like, like the energy, the vibe was one, mm -hmm. you know, they were, we were very united. I think that is, The those are the best classes. And I was going to say that, um, to me, 
what bothers me more is not that student that does. There's always the you know the occasional person that does. You know, no, but they do like you know they just do like I'm gonna jump into handstands now. I'm gonna do like a wheel or some backbend now out of a blue or something. That I'm I'm a little bit shocked, but that doesn't bother me as much as someone with a really like bad energy, bad attitude. I cannot even put it into words. Like defeating, giving excuses for not doing anything as if it was your fault, not theirs. Or bringing their phone in the class and just checking on their phones the whole time and you know not doing not doing anything or coming with a friend and they they laugh you know they just they you you see them that they criticizing someone or you know some other person or me me i don't care but they criticizing another student or something and they're laughing at someone else i've seen that many times that hurt me so much uh, that that it is hurt, an asshole that that hurt me more than than you know that person yeah. doing like a, a occasional handstand in the class. I don't care. Yeah, like, I mean, you're describing you assholes. Could, you, could, you could do whatever, and it's it's happened. You know. So I mean, I agree. We don't want just, them around. It's just so so I think sad. They call them toxic now. So we used just, to call them assholes. They are toxic now. It, it was just, or you know, imagine like they come with, and the friend is a really nice person when when the friend comes alone, but when they come together, it's just terrible. The toxic one. The, the, to, the toxic gets. Intoxicated. intoxicated. The other one. It's an intoxicating, toxic friend. <laughs> it's very intoxicating. So exactly. that person is like, now I don't, I, not only I have one, I have two. And that second one, it was so nice when, yeah. when that person came alone. You I'm kick like, both wh- out why, of the class. Why is that? You know, it, it's, the whole thing of kicking people out of the class is not as it's, used it's as... That, it's that, it's, it's it that, should it's be tough, more common. It's tough, it's tough. So that, you know, all that whole exchange and that, and when you walk out... You try to see, you know, everything pink and just so nice and, and friendly and everything. But sometimes, in, you know, one day you're tired and it wears you out. I mean, and then, you know, and like another, another day it just hurts you a little bit more than usual. And you're, you, you, you get a little bit like poked in the heart, you know, with, with a fork, basically. And you're like, damn it, damn it. I'm like, I mean, why did I have to, like, I'm going to be, next time I'm going to protect myself a little bit more. No, but I, I, let me try to understand or... Yes, please understand. Understand. So you you go into the class with your sequence, your style, your message, your idea, your whatever, and they don't have a full 100% good time, right? So they, they don't get it, whatever that means, right? So you say, let me adjust a little bit, right? So And then you adjust a little bit, and you try again, and they still don't get it 100%, right? And you end up adjusting so much, Right, that they finally get it, but what they get does not fulfill you. For example, yes, right, good. So, what happens is that the since you have a third party now, you have another party, you need to find the right people to share your message with. Right, you need to find your tribe. They call it right. Yeah, your target market in marketing concepts or in branding concepts, your tribe in yoga concepts, the same bloody thing. The, you are at the wrong place doing the wrong thing. You have to change places. You have to find the right place to offer what you have to offer. So it's like they may not be the right crowd for you because yeah. the crowd is that important, right? So as p- part of the class is the crowd. And you have that exchange, and you have a day, and you're in one, and all these things completely 100%. But the, I think the answer is find the, find the crowd. Find the crowd so there has to be zero effort again. It's true. So you go in, and there's zero effort, and then they will accept it more or less, and then you can adjust, but you will adjust in the same direction. What they want from you and what you want to do in the class is the same bloody thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as you get better at it, they will, they will like it more right so it's like we avoid the assholes but we also avoid the people that we don't understand us not because they are mean or bad they have different goals they have different priorities they have different understanding of things you need to find people that understand shit it will be the same as you because there is a third party so important but still don't base the success of your class on them I don't know, improving or getting it better or like understanding or it is, that is their class. 
That is their experience on their mat and everything. It's so true. You, your job is to make sure that you're in the right place. If you're in the right place and you like the crowd that you're teaching and they like the classes that you have too and you go in and they don't like your class, you know 100% that it's your fault so you can work on your craft and get better at teaching and learn to be a better, better teacher. And by being a better teacher, now they enjoy it, right? So by choosing the right crowd, they made you a better teacher. They made you be able to enjoy the class. Da, da, da. And then it's a spiral up if you're in the right place. If you're in the wrong place, it's a spiral down. And you get adjusting to them until you adjust so much that you become somebody else that you don't want to be. Yes, So it's, it's a true. bit of like the right location for you. It's true. But I mean, if it is, uh, you know, if you have to teach at that place for whatever reason and you cannot quit and then you, you're, you're stuck, for example. With, like you with owe those, them money maybe? What? That like you owe them money? No. Or if, if it, it, it is your business, for instance. The ones it, that is, you have a, it is your business and you don't like your students. No, you don't like this, this few individuals uh, you know, like that you can pinpoint. I think, uh, and, and people do that. I mean, if, even if it's not your business, it, you're working at yoga studio and you love your students yeah, there. And there's one or two that you don't. Then you're like, ah, oh, Then you go, when you go, you walk around the class. You walk around the class. And when you go next to them, in the ear you go, I don't like you. <laughs> and you keep walking. But you, you say it in a way that only they can hear. And if they say something, you're, you're mad. What are you talking about? You're mad. And, but you do it a couple of times. I don't like you. They'll leave. Uh, shut up. That is the worst advice. The worst advice ever. The worst advice. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. And by the way, what I was telling you, what I, what I was sharing with you, that happened to me all the time, by the way, in, uh, in the studio, eh? about those people like talking and all that and uh, just But did toxic. you go and say... No, I did. I did. I did. I didn't. I didn't go. Now you I have my advanced techniques but it's, for class management. You have to, and you can use them if you want to. True. I mean, I think we've we've talked about some very important ideas very here. Important. It's just important stuff to, to consider when you're teaching and practicing. So yeah, full of stuff. full of uh, pearls. Some good stuff. Yeah. Pearls of wisdom. I agree. You know. <laughs> All right. Okay. It was always so good, oh so God. good talking to you. It was so, so interesting. Thank you guys for listening. This Thank was you. Carmen. And Moises. And this was Yoga Burn. I'll Yoga see Burn. you in the next one. Bye. Bye.